0: I want to talk to you today from the thought of um, the right combination. How many know that when you get the right combination lined up, good things happen? Um, these soda companies—they long. We've got some very large soda companies in this in this country, and they have these formulas that they protect. I've worked for one before, and and you had to sign a, a piece of paper when you work with them that you'll not take any of their secrets anywhere else. Because when you learn how to get the right combination in place in any area of your life, then success can come. If you understand what people want in the business world, and you get what they want lined up, and you make it accessible to them, then... You will be successful In your home If you get the right combination with the right people That God has placed together And you find that place of unity and love and joy and peace Then success will come In every area of your life And I believe one of the greatest combinations That we can have in our life Is when we get our belief and our words in the same direction Because when you get your belief And I'm not talking about head knowledge Do you know there's a lot of people in the world That will agree with religious things They'll agree with certain Bible stories They'll agree with certain things that that people teach But is it enough just to mentally agree with it? And how do you know that the mental agreement Has taken root in your heart? I believe the way that you know If someone has moved from a mental ascent To a place of full belief You listen to what they say Because from the abundance of the heart The mouth speaks It's kind of like In the middle of the night, if you're going through the the house and you stump your toe, whatever's in there is coming out. Huh? Y'all ain't even laughing now because you know I'm about to get real close to you so I'm going to back up. It's been said that you usually say what you usually say. You know why you usually say what you usually say? is because what you usually say Usually, lines up with what you truly believe. So, what do you truly believe? Do you believe that it's God's will for you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers? Then, why in the world do we settle uh, uh, by settle with this mentality that well, God must have a plan for me to be poor? God ain't got no plans for you to be poor. God, it's not God's plan for you to be poor. Or, well, I've got this sickness in my body because, you know, God's teaching me a lesson. Show me that in the Bible. Now, I'm not saying that you can't learn from something. Are you with me? All things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to His purpose. But God doesn't go and use Satan's stuff to teach you a lesson. So what we believe has to do all together with what we say. And when we get what we believe and what we say lined up according to His Word. You know, I'm I'm a pretty tolerant man on a lot of things. I really am. Except vi- victim mentality. Woo, I have a hard time wallowing down in the mud with somebody that wants to feel sorry for themselves. You know why? It's not because I'm incompassionate. It's because Satan doesn't care how bad you feel. If he can get you feeling sorry for yourself, look out, baby. He's getting ready to pop you upside the head while you're you're over here moaning and groaning. He's going to come from a direction that you never expected. The Bible tells us to be vigilant. You know what that means? You better be looking. You better be watching. Because your enemy, the devil, is roaming around seeking whom he may devour. So if he can get you over here feeling sorry for yourself and confessing every negative thing in the world. Well, why is everybody always picking on me? Because you're so, so fun to pick on probably because you look so sorry. Because Satan loves to find people that do not understand what power they possess. Amen? First, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 4.13. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, First I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe Then speak in faith What is faith? Faith is confidence that something exists Other than what you see Smell, taste, touch or hear Remember I was talking about that sensory understanding Or that mental assent. It don't matter how much you think something's right If you don't believe it to the point of walking in that Because the just shall live by faith. Faith without works is, so we've got to understand that when we truly believe something, then we'll act in faith. We'll act as if it's already done, because we believe it's already done. I don't get up and wonder how my day's going to be. He's already told me that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Today is the day that the Lord has made So I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it I don't get up and wonder Well I wonder uh, if if the weather's going to be gloomy or sunshiny You know what? It don't matter if it's gloomy or sunshiny in the natural sense You can light up a room with the power of the Holy Ghost that's within you Amen Believe, then speak A lot of people get it backwards and speak and then they look for what they need to agree with the Bible says be slow to speak I believe one one application of that is knowing who Jesus is before you start running off at the lip knowing what your rights are before you start talking about a situation Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Let me call my friend. Let me, let me let me Google. Let me let me talk about this. Let me talk. No, 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 no. You go to the Word of God. Find out what. The only thing you need to be Googling, if if you get a bad doctor's report, the only thing you need to be Googling is what does the Bible say about. That's the only thing. We 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 write down these big words and we Google them. And that when when Ladonna was diagnosed, that's one thing we did not do. I told her, I said, the insurance is paying that doctor a whole bunch to know what he knows. We're gonna get in what we know. How many believe that if you'll stay in your lane and let everybody else stay in their lane, that God will give you the power to win the race? If you're gonna go, if if you're going through a rough time, I want to remind you: speaking words of faith makes all the difference between staying. Under or going over A lot of times it's the missing step of believers or for believers Who are doing a lot of things right Tithing is a good thing to do Somebody say amen You can be be tithing and sowing and still not prospering as much as you could be How is that, Pastor? Because your words have the power of life and death in them. You can be walking in truth and living a life of faithfulness. The truth is you won't receive all God's desires for you until you check what's going on right under your nose. Literally. Your words cut a path for your life. You'll never be able to skip the step of saying Words of faith If you're going to see God At his best in your life There's no exception You say well I don't do that Well think how much better your life can be When you start doing that It's believing and saying That causes things to come Come to pass in your life I'm going to say that again It's believing and saying That makes things come to pass in your life it's believing and saying that causes increase. The believing part is the faith part. Go to Mark 11, 22 and 23. I know we talk about this every once in a while. But I want you to mark this in your Bible, or write it down, make a note of it, do something. Because we need to get this. It says in in Mark 11, 22, Jesus replied, have faith in God. And I love what the Amplified placed here, constantly. Because we have to get in, my, in our mindset that our walk with God is an abiding walk. It's not a Sunday walk. And then six days of doing something else. It's a seven day a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year walk. If we want success in our life. So it says, Jesus replied, have faith in God constantly. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power but believes that what he says is going to take place it will be done for him in accordance with God's will that those two verses is faith in a nutshell how do we know God's will pastor I still hear a lot of people saying well I'm just seeking God's will go to your Bible God's will is in your Bible. That's not a cop out. That's not, that is the truth. If you want to know anything about your life and you want to know what God's will, it's in the Bible. That's why I stand up here not arrogantly but confidently tell you it's not God's will for you to be sick. Because the Bible says by his stripes you were healed. If we don't believe that, then we are in essence saying the work of the cross was in vain. Listen, I stopped uh, several years ago trying to figure out everything. I just stay on what I do know, and what I do know is His Word is true. I can't look at circumstances and adjust my believing. That is humanity thinking. I want to live in a supernatural area So if I if I want to live in a supernatural place I got to walk with a supernatural mindset The only way I can walk with a supernatural mindset Is read the word Because he's the only supernatural thing I know Amen So let's talk about what's in your heart Matthew 12 verse 34 and 35 But you who are known as the Pharisees are rotten to the core like venomous snakes how can your words be good if you are rotten within for what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in overflow of your words when virtue is stored up stored within the hearts of good upright people will produce good fruit but when evil is hidden within those who are evil will produce evil fruit filling your heart with God's word establishes the kingdom of God in your heart I'm so glad I was born an American because I would hate to have to take that citizenship test I just wonder, has anybody in here ever taken the citizenship test to become a, an American citizen? Anyone? Okay, I see a, a Miss Fran back there. My hat is off to you. I have seen some of those those tests, and I've heard some of the questions, and it's like, I'm glad I'm already here. <laughs> Here's the point. To, become, to, to come from another country and become a U.S. citizen, you have to learn stuff. And indoctrinate yourself with the way that this country works. Because you now are going to be living as a citizen. So you can't live as a citizen unless you know the laws. Unless you know the, the protocol. Unless you know how the political arena works. And how everything, uh, the, the constitution is. You have to know that. So that you can be an American, right? There's really no difference in being A child of the Most High God. Because the Word teaches us that we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Because somebody say this with me. I am a spirit. I live in a body. And I possess a soul. Which if you truly believe that, and I do. I believe that so much. That's why I have you say it all the time. Because I want to convince you of it. Because we're not this flesh and blood. We are a spirit Made in the image of God. And I believe that when we are saved. That spirit is purified. And turned into a perfect being. I do. Because we are in God's image. In our spirit. And so. To know how to get. Acclimated to living as a kingdom citizen. Because see. I could be in America. I could come. And. And live as a refugee and never really, I could be here, but never really become a citizen. Because I wouldn't maybe be willing to go through what it takes to become a citizen. Miss Fran did what she needed to, so she's an American citizen just like I am. We become Christ-like when we acclimate ourselves to what the Word of God says. How can we be effective in the kingdom when we're saying we're a Christian but we're cussing somebody out because they got our parking spot? We're flipping somebody off because they cut us off in traffic. I'll show you. I'll be just like Jesus. What would Jesus do? He would moon somebody because he didn't like them. No, no, he wouldn't do what we do. So why do we keep doing it and still want to convince people that we're Christians? Y'all ain't even helping me this morning. Why do we want to act like we ain't never seen a Bible when we say we want to represent the Bible? And then we wonder why people won't come to church with us. Now I will tell you, there's a lot of people that says that they won't come to church because... Of all the hypocrites. Here's what I wish they'd think about. Why, why do they go to Walmart? Do they think there's no hypocrites at Walmart? Why, why do they go to work? Because I guarantee there's hypocrites at work. So I'm not telling you you're going to be perfect. And there's no way in this humanity. That we will be perfect. Because our humanity This body we live in, this mind that we think with, it is subject to the circumstances and surroundings. But that is why that we have to know we're a spirit living in a body, possessing a soul, so that just like you walk up to your alarm system or your thermostat in your house, you don't go up to the thermostat and say, Mr. Thermostat, can I please have it 68 degrees in here? You don't do that You walk up and you make it what, Do what you want to We have to take control of our mind The Bible says Cast down every vain imagination And we have to take control of our actions Philippians 4.13 says I can do all things through Christ That strengthens me Filling your heart with God's word Establishes the kingdom of God In your heart If you want to be a kingdom Christian Find out about the kingdom Go to Matthew 6, 22 and 23. It says, The eyes of your spirit allow revelation, light, to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. But if your eyes are focused on money, the light cannot penetrate. The darkness takes, uh, cannot penetrate, and the darkness takes its place. Now, how profound will be the darkness within you if the light of truth cannot enter? In other words, what you give your attention to is critical. Hello. I want everyone's attention on this one. What you give your attention to is critical. Um... I'm going to say that one more time. What you give your attention to is critical. Young ladies, let me have your attention. It seems like that every young lady loves the bad boys. I want to put your attention to the first word in that phrase. Bad. The reason they are cool in the flesh is because they are wrong in the spirit because bad and God does not go together I mean I love Michael Jackson as much as the next guy and I understand what he means but bad is not good so quit searching after what will bring you pain and then wonder why you're in pain What you give your attention to is critical. Faith, and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about. Faith is or should be a believer's lifestyle. Faith is the lifestyle of a believer. Or or I'm going to mess with you just a minute. I I hope it don't make you mad, but... If faith is not your lifestyle, are you a true believer? Because what, what, what is the definition of faith? If you want to go to King James, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. My favorite definition of faith is confidence that something exists other than what you can see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. So if you're not walking in faith, You're not believing Because how many knows that God said How many believes the scripture in 3 John 2 that says I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers Do you believe that? Then why does the bad news about Wall Street make you sad? It can help you adjust your investments It can help you save The information is not bad, but it should not take your joy. Because Philippians four nineteen says, "My God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus." Now, do I believe that that means? Well, I don't care what the I don't care what the economy does. God's just gonna go poof and put a million dollars in my pocket. No, your dream won't work if you won't work. So don't misunderstand me. But what I'm about to tell you is this. If you will seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, faith will be your lifestyle. Faith, since you brought up the brewers, I'm going to bring up the brewers. If you are a person that works out like they do, they don't get up and go, well, I hope I get to the gym this week. Nope. They say I'm going to the gym right here and everything else just have to fall in place. So if you want to accomplish something, you have to decide your priorities. And as a kingdom Christian, your priorities has already been set. <laughs> Seek first God's kingdom. Put no other god before me. Amen? Romans 1:17. For therein is the righteousness of God Revealed from faith to faith As it is written The just shall live by faith Now if you look in the the Passion Translation That was King James The Passion Translation says it like this The Gospel unveils A continual revelation Of God's righteousness A perfect righteousness Given to us When? When we believe And it moves us. See, there's something about, leave that up there, please. There's something about what you truly believe will move you into action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My young'uns, when they were little, they believed when I said, you're getting ready to get your tail busted. And their actions would move them to do different things. If faith is a lifestyle, it'll move you in the direction of what God's Word says and not in the direction of what the world says. Amen? It says, and it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. This is what the scripture means when it says we are right with God through life-giving faith. Faith pleases God because it makes a way for Him to work in your life. It takes faith for the blessings of God to manifest in our lives. Last scripture. Hebrews 6.12 So that you will not be spiritually sluggish, but will instead be imitators of those who, through faith, lean on God with absolute trust and confidence In Him and in His power and by patient endurance, even when suffering, are now inheriting the promises. In other words, Satan comes to steal the word that has been planted inside of you. If he can get you to believe or or to even take the word He don't even have to totally change your belief system. If he can just get the word of faith out of your mouth and get the word of fear in your mouth. Because if you're not a word of faith Christian, chances are you're a word of fear Christian. And I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. Why? Because Paul told Timothy, you've not been given the spirit of fear. Well, if I've not been given the spirit of fear by God, then it has to come from another direction. Would you agree? I will not fear because I've not been given the spirit of fear, but I will love because I have been given the power of love. I've been given the power of power, and I've been given the power of sound mind. That's why that scripture alone Should keep us from ever saying Oh I'm crazy You are Walking in Opposition to what the word says About you, you've been given Sound mind, you know what sound mind means It means when the world's going crazy You may have to Shake it off, you may have to get in your Meditation place, you may have to turn Everybody else away, go in your bedroom Go in your closet, go run down The street if you have to, if you can't get away from everybody at your house but get in a place where you can get your mind in line with what God's word says because the fear that you're feeling is not real if you're a Christian it may be real in the flesh I'm gonna give you time to catch up because I'm, I, I, could, I could get you, I could start hacking and spitting right there and y'all be coming with me, but you gotta get this. The fear is not real to a believer unless we give up the word of faith. Because I've not been given the spirit of fear, so fear is being dealt or being thrown at me by my enemy. Be vigilant and be watchful. I've done said this once in this scripture, in this service today, because your enemy, the devil, is trying to throw spears of fear into your mind. But the word of God and living by faith and getting my confession in line with what the word says allows me to stay calm even when the world is blowing up around me. You might be here today, and your home is just like a a tornado getting ready to pop off. I'm telling you, you can live in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on the Lord. But you got to be intentional on what you let go in your mind. Because what goes in your mind has a way of trickling right down to your heart. And I'll go back to what I said to begin before I pray. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the right combination to live as a citizen of God in this foreign land called earth. And to live as a citizen and have all the rights of heaven in the kingdom. Is to get the combination of believing and speaking on the same page.
1: Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.